Welcome to the Path and Focus podcast, where we record ourselves building a wildfire technology company. I'm your host, Kayleen McCullough, a former wildland firefighter turned software developer. And I'm Jonathan Bowers, a software developer turned entrepreneur, fresh off of a week vacation, <laughs> doing other things, which was very nice. Yeah. Do you feel nice and refreshed now? I I do feel refreshed. Um, I was very busy though. I didn't I didn't do a lot of resting. Um, I spent all my days doing other things. So I built a new um, facade on the wall that's behind me that no one can see because this is a podcast, not a video. Um, and I started tearing apart my dad's old bike. That actually, I, I didn't spend very much time at that because this thing, the wall, took a lot longer than I thought. But yeah, so I've just did some things that wasn't computer stuff, and that felt nice. Yes, so lovely. Good thing to do every once in a while. Yeah, and I came, I came back to far less um, emails and Slack messages than I expected. Like, I was thinking that it was going to take me days to get through it, and it didn't. It didn't at all. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I think I should do it more because um, one of the other lines of business that we have is just we're just starting off this new thing called little robot um which is doing some solutions with low code or no code just you know, f faster ways of doing doing software development and um they closed two deals while i while i was gone without 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 me at all so um i should leave more often because it's uh, yeah they just did did some great work it was great <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome to hear. Yeah, um, but uh, this, but this is going to be the last episode of the season, the first season of this podcast. Um, we're going to take a break, um, make maybe make a few changes to how we do things. Um, but maybe this is a good chance to do a little bit of a review of what's gone on. Maybe highlight some of the struggles that we've had on. The one product that we spent a lot of time talking about, Beacon, um, maybe some s struggles and a little bit of the journey of this podcast itself, and some of the other changes, and maybe what's what we're what we're planning, what's coming up, because we're kind of going into coming into winter, the end of the fire season. Um, what what are some of the things that we're going to be working on? Yeah, definitely. My um, biggest question, thinking through this as the last episode, was a topic around whether or not this podcast was successful, whether or not we accomplished the goals that we had set out. So in our first episode, we mentioned that we wanted to document our journey so that others could learn alongside of us, um, maybe provide some inspiration for some other entrepreneurs, and if we're lucky, attract a few customers. So Jonathan, do you think that we managed to accomplish any of those things? Um, I, I don't know that we've attracted any customers as a result of the podcast, um, partly because we're still a little early in some of the products that we have. Um, but I do think it has created some conversations, uh, some long-term conversations. So um, we are chatting with some people around what investing is going to look like um, if we take on investment at some point in the future. Not all of that is coming from the podcast. A lot of that is coming from prior relationships, but um, it doesn't hurt. Um, but I think in terms of just recording what we're doing to clarify our own thinking, I think that's been helpful. Um, I think it's helped 
refine the message a little bit as to what we're what we're talking about. I, I really think it's helped improve our own communication skills. So even if no one is actually listening to this, <laughs> thank you to the few that are, um, even if no one's listening to it, I still think it's worthwhile recording ourselves and going through this process. Um, I think it's making us better at just making us better at this. And I, I really think that um, as a modern tech company, we do need to be thinking about content and the, the things that we are putting out and we need to like have an aspect of media to everything that we do. So I think I think it's just helpful in practicing some of that, even if um, even if we don't generate immediate value from it. And I think a lot of the value is more long term. But I think it accomplished the goal, and I'm glad we did it. You brought up a point there about the messaging we're putting out into the world, and in a conversation we had, actually a conversation you had with, um, I believe it was someone around funding. You mentioned that we potentially want to transition the sort of value proposition that we're putting out there. Um, do you want to explain that a little bit? Yeah, um, we've been having conversations with various researchers and other experts in the field, and it 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 really feels like what we should be doing and what we've kind of been wanting to do from the beginning in some degree is focusing more on the fuel aspect of things like the vegetation, the trees, the the, the bush, the grass, um, the stuff that burns, because that has a lot more relevancy beyond just fire, right? Like, um, it sure it burns, but it also provides some carbon sequestration, you know, for 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 climate change and dealing with carbon. Um, it has ecosystem impacts. Um, there's just lots of applications of just understanding vegetation and fuel. And so, so that I think is one of the shifts that we're going to make um, soon, and certainly before we go and raise any money, if we choose to do that, uh, focusing a little bit more on on this fuel narrative and understanding that. And that also that also leads a little bit to some of the project work that we've got lined up for the for the next few months. Um, is we're focusing a little bit more on the fuel side of things and understanding that. And so we've got you know some some interesting projects that uh, that we hope to kick off here fairly soon. And yeah, just yeah, really focus more on, or sorry, not focus, broaden the scope a little bit to tell the story around fuel more, more clearly, um, but still, you know, still having a strong foothold in the wildfire side of things, because that's, that is sort of where this came from. And certainly the thing that most people I think are, um, I don't want to say excited about, but like, that seems to be the, the thing that's on the top of people's minds at the moment. Um, so we don't want to uh, lose that traction, I guess. Do you want to give a little bit more context to the projects we might be working on this fall? So I actually, I mean, some of this has transpired last week while I was gone. So I don't, I don't know the status of some of these things. So this is, this is actually me learning in real time. Um, so we have a project well, we have two two projects that we're working on. Um, one is a agriculture project, but I don't think that'll start until the new year sometime. And that's around. Actually, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I've been gone for a week and I can't remember. <laughs> so the one project I will I, I do recall is there's a there's a project that we're working on um, to identify timber value using using remote sensing. 
Um, and that's something that we're going to be starting on fa fairly soon. Um, and so that's that's interesting because that has applications in logging and in forestry. Um, and so we're keen to explore some of that some more. And that also allows us to start building out some of the um, some of the real core technology pieces that we want to build around some of the remote sensing and data data processing. And we think there's a bunch of there's a bunch of tools and technology that needs to be built in order for us to be able to facilitate some of that. And it involves some machine learning, some large data sets, um, image and yeah, yeah, image processing. Um, so there's a bunch of fun stuff to do there. Um, and we've hopefully got some alignment with a uh, researcher, an academic researcher to, to help help us do some of that work. Um, and then, and then you've submitted uh you've submitted a proposal for very early, very early stages of a proposal for a agri agricultural project and i i don't remember <laughs> and i haven't read it so i don't i don't know if it if that took some different shape but uh i'm curious if you if you can enlighten me as to help me recall what that's about <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just an expression of interest right now so they don't they're not guaranteed the funding. They're still waiting to hear whether or not they get that and whether if they get that, then this can go forward. We'll have to probably submit another um, actual proposal. But the rough outline of that project was to use remote sensing to do sort of evaluating the effectiveness of irrigation and fertilization. So we would be doing the processing and mapping visualization of that for agricultural businesses right yes thank you uh i had forgot i had forgotten that <laughs> um those are exciting pieces they 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 seem kind of irrelevant <laughs> at the surface but again it's it's back to this idea of the fuel and understanding again fuel meaning sort of vegetation and things that grow plant life basically understanding all of the attributes about fuel is really important for for fire for wildfire but also has importance in other in other areas whether it's agriculture logging forestry ranching um, any number of other things that we could think of so at the surface it feels like they're kind of unrelated and <laughs> I mean they might be unrelated like we might get down it and realize that we're actually building, two completely different sets of things that don't actually interconnect in any way. Um, but the hope is that we can interconnect these things and um, hopefully along the way, find some customers at some of these earlier stages that can, that can get some value from some of the technology that we're building. So it's pretty exciting. Yeah, there is connection. We just need to sort of do the mapping of it. So um, like this kind of assessment can also be applied to sort of ranching practices to see how munchable <laughs> the grass is for the for the cattle um, and then cattle is currently being evaluated as a fire reduction tool to eliminate the potential in urban interface zones so um, through a couple of steps you can bring it from uh, agricultural practices to wildfire practices. Yeah, it's a fun little narrative to tell someone. Um, it's 
some of them aren't things that we can share on the podcast, but um, when we have conversations and we start to draw some of these connections between um, weather, fuel information, uh, agriculture, cattle, (laughs) eating grass to reduce uh, fire risk, it's it's a really fun conversation to have because people people just sort of like shake their heads in awe and be like, "This is amazing! Like this is so neat!" And I think it's I think it's really cool. I think it's really neat. Uh, so I'm excited. I'm excited about what the next few months brings as we start to explore some of these newer products. So th- these are all new initiatives, and as a new company, um, it's really easy to get attracted to some of these new things. Um, But we also can't ignore the stuff that we've already started, and we have some things on the go. Um, Do you have any updates on where things are with regards to Beacon or some of the other projects that we've started? We've mostly been working on small tweaks and fixes over the last few weeks. So we're adding the danger rating to the list pages so people get that information a little bit sooner and a big part of that has been doing some refactoring on the back end on the api side of things um just looking back at this whole process (laughs) the api has definitely been the place where we've struggled the most we keep coming up against problem after problem after problem and we're still running into a bit of that. The, the latest issue is around the way that we've implemented the authentication. So that is the next step that we need to figure out on for both of our products moving forward, how to take further initiative to implement a more robust system. Because the original system wasn't something we were hoping to keep forever. It was just like a quick fix to, to get something out the door. And I think we've sort of now reached the point where it's maybe the time to implement the bigger bigger solution yeah that's ah those sorts of things are so tricky because it it always feels like yeah we'll just deal with it later and sometimes that's fine (laughs) but sometimes it really comes to bite you later because you just if we had just done it the correct way from the beginning we wouldn't have all these troubles and that those are those are hard decisions to make because uh, you don't have all the information at the time. And now it's like, now we've got all the information and hindsight is amazing. And we can go back and say, oh, if we had only made this decision back then, it would save us so much time right now. But well, we didn't know that we were going to be facing these troubles. Um, yeah, that's that's tricky. It's a small thing. It's mostly a problem with the development side of things than uh, the production side of things. Um, so it's not really blocking, but... Um, it certainly makes our life more complicated. Right. I, ho- I hope that it's true that it's a small, a small change, a small thing. <laughs> we'll find out at our meeting tomorrow with Chris. <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> cool. Um, what are some of the other things that that has been a bit of a challenge? Um, I would say one of our biggest challenges stems from us being a company that does a lot of consulting work. So our team is really distributed um, and we've had a lot of people come in and out of all of the products we're trying to build, um, which I think really slows down the development because we're having to sort of relearn and transfer that domain knowledge over and over and over again. Um, 
which makes it hard for the next person to come in and like continue that process. So it's been a little bit of a bumpy ride on that front, though our team is really, really good at being willing to take on, take on that learning and um, work together to make it happen. So that I'm very thankful for the people that we have. Yeah, me too. I could not be more happy with everyone that's on the team. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like I think I think part of that is part of that is the nature of how we're trying to do this. Um, some of it feels a little unavoidable, but I think not all of it is unavoidable. Like all of that, um, like reassignment and context switching. I think it could have been planned for a little better too. But you know, we're learning, and I think I think we're getting better at it. <laughs> it's hard to know because. <laughs> Some some ranch will come in from left field. That's mixing metaphors there, but something will come in from out of the blue, and it'll just kind of cause a little bit of chaos. And we'll try to react to it. Um, we you know do the best that we can. In terms of what I think has gone really well over this time has been the conversations we've had. That's not necessarily backed by <laughs> data, <laughs> but. Um, We've been able to have some really interesting conversations that have furthered the process quite a lot. And I think that that was, you know, all that we can ask for. So, um, yeah, I would say that was the, the biggest win we've had so far. Yeah, I agree. I really enjoy having the conversations that we've had and the future conversations yet to come because it seems like they seem quite affirming in a way, like that we are doing something that resonates with people. Um, you know, we're still early, so it's not like we're coming with solutions ready to go, which would be nice. And I think that's what generally what people would love, <laughs> but uh, we're not there yet. But I think, you know, being able to understand the problems um, with more clarity and more understanding is getting us to a place where we can come up with the solutions that are actually going to be valuable. And I love, yeah, I just love having conversations with folks about this. I think that part of our strength has been the ability to come to conversations not having a solution ready at hand so that we can just listen a little bit more <laughs> and understand where the potential value is. Um, because I think that's been such, such a cool thing about our conversations is that um, we've got to hear so many people tell us about the amazing things that they're doing and the potential that there is still that exists. Um, and allowing space for that means that we can actually hopefully have a profound impact instead of coming to it naively and be like, we know what needs to be done when we're not the experts here. That is one of our strengths. And I like the way you phrase that, um, being open to listening and not being so uh, fixated on the solution that we have. But I, you know, I just, I just want to, I, I wish we had the solutions because I feel like they're just they're just so needed and it would be really great to not always come with just a bunch of questions, but to have like, you know, here, it's going to solve your problems. Like we would like to make your lives better and we can do that today, not, you know, two years from now or a year from now. Yeah. I mean, if we knew what the perfect thing was yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we could bring it to them, that'd be great. But yeah, but I'm enjoying this journey because it it it's a necessary journey like we have to go through this in order to understand what we need to build what are the solutions that we need to come up with um we can't just skip to the <laughs> we can't skip to the end like we can't 
We can't just find ourselves at the end of this and be ready to go. We've got to go through this process. And I think like we're in a point in history where change needs to happen. So I don't think it's not just us that doesn't have the solution. Like nobody has a solution right now. And by having this broad perspective, we're bringing people together from all sort of directions. And like that's the way that we're going to come and figure out what the solution is. Uh, it's not going to be from one one industry or one angle. Yeah. No, it's exciting. It's uh it's exciting. It feels like it feels like we've been going at this for a while, but at the same time, like we're just getting started. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a long journey, but it's going to be a good one. <laughs> so, we are going to take a break for the season. So we're going to wrap this up and call this season one of the Path and Focus podcast. And we will come back at some point in the future. Uh, Not entirely sure when exactly yet, Um, but this podcast will be back. Yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes. Thanks for a great first season. You've been listening to the Path and Focus podcast. Find and review us wherever you get podcasts. Talk to you next season. Yeah, talk to you next season. Thanks. Thanks.